This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Time of uh, the afternoon every day that uh, Mr. Oakley and company assemble, and we're doing it likewise today. And three guests in studio. Mike Van Solen, who I've worked with many times before, principal at Navigator. How are you doing, Michael? I am doing great. Great to be here. All right. And Kim Wright, also uh, a co-panelist from time to time. Uh, Kim is principal at uh, Wright Strategies, obviously named for yourself. Kim, how are you? I am fantastic and certainly better than the Prime Minister. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, we could talk about that. But I, I started the show today, I got to tell you, by saying, do you really want to talk about SNC-Lavalin anymore? Because I don't, and I haven't, and I'm happy about that, and I don't think I'm going to bring it up on the panel. Unless all hell breaks loose, but I don't think it is. Uh, and Carlene Nation, uh, no stranger to the world of media. She is a media strategist at One Nation PR in Toronto. How are you, Carlene? I'm doing very well, Peter. Happy to hang with you today. Uh, yes, we're not in the same place, I might say. That's pulling back the curtain a little bit. <laughs> we're in different studios, but uh, nonetheless, we're together and uh, happy to be. So you've been hearing, as uh, as we've been discussing, uh, the, the appointment of a new OPP commissioner. And I guess we could say that it's a bit of a surprise in the sense that until today, who exactly was Thomas Karik? Uh, and if you're in York Region, you knew, and, and if you uh, have anything to do with the York Region Police Service, you do. But uh, up until today, we didn't know, and uh, so we've been introduced to him. As a matter of fact, I think we have a clip of um, the uh, the introductory remarks of Mr. Karik as he, um, I, I think I could say, somewhat emotionally accepted this position. I'm extremely grateful and deeply honored by the confidence placed in me to serve alongside the dedicated and professional members of the Ontario Provincial Police in a leadership role. I can tell you that no one is more surprised that I'm standing before you today with this announcement. York Regional Police has been my home, my passion, and my family for 29 years. Do you hear the way uh, his voice quivered at the end? I think this is a very emotional thing for him, and I think uh, in a, in an odd sort of way, I uh, I get the feeling from that alone that we're dealing with a guy who is taking himself and his job extremely seriously, as he also appears to take uh, the issue of policing. Are we in some kind of an agreement there, Mike? One hundred percent here, here, and and uh, I appreciate sort of the passion he seems uh, to bring to. Looks like he's going to bring to the job. You know, I didn't know him before today either, to, to be real truthful. But I looked over his credentials, and clearly a, a very accomplished police officer, almost thirty years uh, of of serving within the OPP. And this is a force that really needs leadership. Uh, so uh, it's great to see that the Ford government has moved quickly after. Uh, sort of the travails of the last few weeks on this file and uh, to put in someone who seems very accomplished at a time when, uh, yeah, this force really needs some help. Uh, we're, we're hearing stories about mental health issues within the force, uh, some uh, workplace culture issues. So uh, if he can bring any of that steady hand and, and leadership that he was able to in York to the broader OPP, I think uh, uh, it's a great day uh, and, and we will all be well served by that. A great day. That's like a great day for talk radio, which is what our friend Oakley would say. Ding, ding, and ding. And I've got to say, ding, ding, ding. And I, and I have forgotten to say 
that uh, we're all here courtesy of Pizzaville, which brings you uh, topics worthy of discussion for today. So let me move over uh, to you, Kim, and um, jump off of something that Mike uh, alluded to. This is a guy, Thomas Carrick, who has been policing ever since he directed traffic and wore a, a constable's uniform 29 years ago when he joined the force, and he's been um, uh, tried and true through everything right up to deputy chief it sounds to me like if we're moving into the opp and there's some feeling that uh, the opp needs a bit of a shake-up that maybe just maybe they picked the right guy yes yeah it looks like the premier may have stumbled backwards into finding the right top cop for the province i would have liked to have seen a bit more process but i'm glad to see that we're getting somewhere that uh, this particular officer has, uh, by all accounts, quite quite a stellar career. Uh, I guess the the question I have was: it, it seemed like it wasn't a job he necessarily had applied for, but was tapped for, uh, which again raises the same questions that we that were asked about the process of how did we get to our OPP commissioner. Uh, but I like the fact that there was a frontline officer who has worked their way up uh, that certainly is on brand for the Ford government. But it also should give uh, some uh, hope, given if his if his career is as good as it seems on paper, uh, that uh, that he has done the right things and moved up appropriately and hopefully hasn't any sort of skeletons in his closet that will uh, that will make this more problematic for him. Gee, you know, Kim, when you when you use the word stumbled backward, one could almost get the impression that you're not 100% for Doug Ford. But never mind. Um, I actually quite like the Premier. <laughs> okay. Um, I worked I, with I'm, him quite closely at Toronto City Hall. I was kidding you, uh, of course, and uh, I like him too. Uh, but uh, he and I and you, none of us are... are um, completely without flaws, and uh, let me just quote him. The appointment of the commissioner is exclusively a cabinet decision. Cabinet decided it was important to move decisively to bring a new vision and the renewed leadership the OPP frontline officers deserve. Um, was this the right move to make? Is this a good or better person for the job, or is it just less controversial, Carlene? It is definitely less controversial. It's still too early to say if uh, Thomas Creek is the right person for the job, but certainly on paper, his 29 years of experience is vast, and he's covered off all the key and critical areas. One of the pri- a few of the priority areas for uh, the premier is that he has an OPP. Uh, chief who can can strengthen and combat some of the areas around human trafficking, importing all the drugs that's flooding into our province and cities, also dealing with guns and gangs. And when you look at Creek's uh, uh, list of accomplishments, he's covered off on all of those areas. So I'm pretty optimistic that uh, this new OPP chief is going to is going to work out. We'll have to see. It's just day one. The important thing here is that you have the NDP scowling and saying that, um, well, um, we calling for investigations and public inquiry and all of that. I, I, I there's an integrity commissioner uh, looking into the matter of how um, Ron Tavener was. Uh, Put forward for uh, the position originally, so that's being looked into. Well, and that I don't report think will come any, out. I, I don't think Carlene, it'll any come need. out when it comes. 
Yeah. It'll come out when it comes out, you know? Yeah, I don't think there's any need for any public inquiry. I'm happy we have uh, a new OPP chief. But, well, Peter, it's, it's, you asked the question, though, when you read the statement, that it's now definitively into the or, uh, you know the cabinet position. Uh, cabinet gets to choose. The premier gets to choose. This goes back to the question that, you know, those scowling new Democrats raised from the beginning, which is about process, about how did we get to the appointment of Ron Tavner? How did the job posting come down? Do you really want to review that you? now, though, Kim? I, I, what I want to understand is what is the process for appointments of top positions in the province of Ontario? And is there any sort of public scrutiny of the people who are going to oversee our institutions? Well, I and can you- answer the question from my own perspective because I, I spent seven years there. They're, they're uh, depending on you cannot cannot give a definitive answer that applies to everything across the board. Different positions are appointed different ways. So that particular position is the exclusive province of cabinet. There are many other positions, board seats and so forth, where you have to go and appear in front of a committee and, and every party can ask questions around a table and then the committee votes on whether or not you get the job or not. So, uh, so the, the answer yes or no, it's this way or it's that way. It's not black and white. It's just not the same uh, way in which Mr. Tavner, Officer Tavner was put into the into the position where it was a panel that was reviewed it, where the Premier was quote-unquote hands-off, and now it's a cabinet decision. That's really, it It really just is a process question. That no, it was, it was a, always a cabinet decision. However, there was a committee that was reviewing it, and there were, uh, there were criteria that were set for people to apply, and yes, those criteria were changed to accommodate Tavner it seems. However, it always had to get the rubber stamp of cabinet. Well, it was all to be determined. You know, I'd like I'd like to understand what this particular officer's positions on a number of issues are, especially around guns and gangs and carding and uh, and the like. But we'll hear about that in the days and weeks and months to come. We certainly will. And and uh, the next time there's a question period, you can bet that the opposition will do what oppositions do. And I've spent plenty of time in one. They oppose. When we come back, I want to talk about whether or not you'd fly on a, a 737 MAX 8. Uh, we'll deal with single-use plastics, which they're looking at in the province of Ontario. And uh, we'll be talking about uh, a couple of other things, not least the fact that we've just been ranked the best city in Canada for public transit. All on topics worthy of discussion right here for Pizzaville on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.